What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now entering the Second Big Comics Podcast, starring Mark Clare and Renzo Martinez. Welcome back to the Second Print Comics Podcast, brought to you by Fox and Sons Coffee. You know, I have been called a rageful morning person by uh, people that don't understand my uniqueness. And honestly, I don't see that, um, except for the people that piss me off. But you know what makes me a calm person? Calmer person, because I will not concede that I am a rageful morning person. What makes me a calm person is when I go ahead and uh, grind up some of my favorite coffee from Fox and Sons. My favorite is the Brazilian honey prep. We recently went ahead and got the Tanzania pea berry, which is my wife's favorite. We actually have that as a cold brew in the fridge. And um, I don't remember what Mark typically gets. I mean, I know that he loves the Fox Den blend. What I'm trying to get at is your morning coffee routine is boring. I don't know what you drink, but I'm going to assume that if it's not Fox and Sons, you're drinking absolute shit. So let me go ahead, because I'm a man of the people, I'm going to go ahead and give you all a discount for 15% off orders of 20 Five dollars or more. That's fifteen percent off of orders of twenty-five dollars or more because you're already getting a good deal. Go to foxandsons.com. That's f-o-x-n-s-o-n-s, foxandsons.com, and use code Second Print Pod. That's second spelled out S-E-C-O-N-D because I always have to spell that for myself like a first grader. Second Print Pod to go ahead and save off, uh, you know, your, the full price of your basket. And I'm telling you, you're going to want to stock up on this, especially up here in the Midwest. We've got the terrible winter that is coming very soon. I can feel it in my bones that I'm going to have to read more books and watch more Netflix than ever before as I burrow in this hellish landscape where God seems to abandon us for far too long during the year. Uh, go ahead and hook yourself up with foxandsons.com using code Second Print Pod. Now, on to the shit that you actually care about. Florida Man Mark is doing Florida Man things outside of Florida. So we've gone ahead and drafted real Florida Man, token Uncle Brody, to go ahead and talk about something that we brought up a couple weeks ago. We're bringing up the new Warriors. We have teased this for a while. Super patron, Kirby Club member, super producer of the show, Pimpin' Jeffrey Greek, has had us go down a 90s maelstrom with his last couple of picks. And he was on our episode recently covering Iron Man. In that uh, series, we went ahead and, you know, got to introduce ourselves a little bit to the new Warriors. We hadn't talked about, we haven't spoken about them for probably three years because they jumped into the show when we were covering Maximum Carnage, all 14 issues of that hot garbage. And while we have made fun of the new Warriors, while we have brought them up, we've never actually done a new Warriors book. So my first question is, Uncle Brody. Who thought that this team was a good idea in the 90s? When you saw this hit the stands back in the day, did you think to yourself, wow, I as a collector going to the store, putting my hard-earned pre-crazy inflation money of how much was this? One dollar. One dollar. Jesus. What were you thinking? No, man. I just when when i saw this issue or not this issue in particular but when i saw the new warriors out there i was always a little bit intrigued because i was always into like a newer team a new this a new that and they were definitely new but honestly it, when you really saw them or or, or you, it, it was like a whole bunch of kids at recess and they're like hey do you want to be friends hey do you want to be friends <laughs> let's be a group and that's ugh. i i don't know how it stayed on as long as it did to me, though, I, I did start collecting it um, later on uh, when uh, Rage and Silhouette and some other members were on the, on the team. And there was one particular storyline that I really enjoyed. But And we could talk about that later. But in the, I don't know how it lasted this long over there. But I, I, I do want to say that they are kind of instrumental in the whole Civil War thing happening. 
So, I mean, if it, I know it was orchestrated by other things, but if it wasn't for what, you know, them mishandling that one event, and I don't want to spoil if nobody's listening. You just to like blaming well. things on teenagers. <laughs> That's what it is. They're useless. I'm just, just saying their, their biggest contribution to the Marvel Universe was blowing up a city. Yeah, entirely. And then we got, you know, a great story arc from it. And then we also got a great movie because Marvel Civil War is a great movie. It doesn't exactly follow, but it's still a freaking great movie. <laughs> yeah, like if movie. you remove the new warriors, it's pretty decent because then they go <laughs> ahead and they have, you know, at the time, teenage Scarlet Witch. If you could believe mm-hmm. that she was a teenager at the time, like they tried, right, right. They tried saying she was like 17 or something in, um, in uh, Age of Ultron. And I'm just looking at Elizabeth Olsen. I'm like, that's not a 17 year old girl. No, it's not. <laughs> that's like saying, <laughs> no, what's his not. name? That's like saying, what's his name? Uh, Toby Maguire was really an 18 year old. And yeah, in Spider Man. <laughs> but yeah, New Warriors, I, I remember I picked them up in 2008. I remember this because I, uh, I was in Arizona for a summer and yeah. I picked this up at, it used to be Phoenix Comics and Games. They no longer exist because the world is a cruel, cruel mistress. But I picked <laughs> this up and um, I, I like Nova at the time. Nova was really popular because it was around the point where Annihilation was really big. Oh, and that's great. I, yeah. I knew about the New Warriors because I started collecting Marvel regularly, month to month, a bunch of different books after Civil War. So mm-hmm. Civil War was kind of like my way in and then I kind of stayed throughout that. So I had like, all these decades of backlog stuff I had to really understand. Okay. And for the most part, like I remember reading this thinking, wow, this is super like super nineties. Like this is stuff Mm -hmm. I remember coming into through the cartoons and everything else. Reading this more than 15 years later, I have a different reaction. Instead of saying, oh my gosh, it's so nineties. I'm reading this. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that's so nineties. And this isn't just because on the cover they say heroes for the 90s. It's um, it's a weird collection of what I would basically call Marvel's attempt to do the Teen Titans. No, you're 100 percent right. You're 100 percent right. As a matter of fact, I was describing this to uh, my sister earlier today and I'm like, yeah, they're, I don't know. They're kind of like they're very niche and they're kind of like Teen Titans ish, but they suck. <laughs> They don't You're really see the things. And what, what Marvel yeah, what Marvel tried saying, well, Rob Liefeld tried saying this. He tried saying that um all the different X-Men spin-off books, X Factor, everything else, he tried saying that that was in order to compete with Legion of Superheroes. Rob Liefeld has this obsession of Legion of Superheroes, and I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. He tries to say that every ensemble book, especially an ensemble book of teenagers, is an attempt to copy Legion of Superheroes. I would say in terms of story, Mm -hmm. this is it. And it's not a compliment either, because not one of the Legion of Superheroes from DC, which was publishing books at the time, not one of those characters can sustain their own book. And I could say the exact same thing about New Warriors. New Warriors was a comic of characters that could not sustain their own book which is contrary to what I'd say about Teen Titans or new Teen Titans. Cyborg has had multiple successful runs. Nightwing Mm -hmm. is one of the most successful titles. Mm -hmm. And then you had one, uh, you know, I mean, Kid Flash is always over in uh, in the Flash books. I mean, the Teen Titans, particularly the new Teen Titans, when they were more adult-like, you know, Roy Harper's a druggie and everything else. Right, right. um, You know, like that was a cool book. And those mm-hmm. were independently cool characters. I would say that Marvel is definitely trying to compete with Teen Titans, but right. they did it in like the most strange way because let's, let's go ahead and just judge the cover for a minute. Okay. They have them bursting out of X-Men books, West coast Avengers books, fantastic four. I think that's really brash because that's basically trying to put them on par with all of them. Even new mutants issue one, which right. I think is like trying to, how do I put this? That's a that's a bridge too far. I was going to find something yeah. really insulting, but really there's no other way to insult it. We've got Namorita, who is Namor's cousin, and or a clone, depending on who you're talking to. You've got Kid Nova, which I think is stupid because – at what? Why would you downgrade yourself from Nova to Kid Nova? I don't. Yeah, remember I, I never knew he was Kid Nova. I've only known him as Nova, so that's that's bizarre. That that was bizarre. Then you've got Firestar, who I know from Spider-Man: The Amazing Friends. Of course. Yeah, obviously. Then you've yeah. got 
Marvel boy, Justice, maybe killed his father, maybe is a future Captain America with the Guardians of the Galaxy. No one knows what to do with No one knows, yeah. But each time anyone wants to judge Justice or Marvel boy, they just remind us that he's a Jewish superhero and we're not allowed to criticize him. (laughs) Not my rules. That's just the internet's rules. Not not my my rules. rules. (laughs) (laughs) I just abide by it. I'm a man of the people. And then we've got Night Thrasher, who is... They, they had to create somebody cool enough to be the linchpin of them together. And I have I don't really have anything bad to say about Night Thrasher. He actually looks I, really cool, actually, you know. A, a couple weeks ago when we were yeah. covering that that Iron Man story arc, I you know, mm-hmm. Mark asked me to describe Night Thrasher. And I basically say he's Black Batman. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my <laughs> God. I was just going to say that. <laughs> he's, he's Black Batman. And there's yes. nothing wrong with that because it's like if, you, if you know who you're trying to rip off of, rip yeah. off them well. And I have nothing negative to say. I have one negative thing, but they'll come later. OK. <laughs> and then we have probably the most tragic. I would say he's one of the most tragic characters ever. We have the Kenny of the of the Marvel Universe. We have Speedball. What has happened to Speedball in 30 years is nothing short of like really traumatic because Speedball <sighs> is basically like their Flash equivalent, but like a crackhead almost in personality. Um, and then they have him basically be responsible for the explosion in New Haven, yeah. Connecticut, which leads to Civil War. And then they bring right. him back as like a sadomasochistic gimp later Called in Penance, Penance yep. which was cool. Yep. I think it's I think it's kind of cruel what they he do would, to him. But he was, was great on the cool. on the on the video game. Yes, he, he was, was so powerful cool. character. It's <laughs> yeah. like, damn man, like who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> like, I think this is cool, but should I? It's it's really one of those things that you judge and you don't feel comfortable with. And then they brought him back to Speedball, like uh, five years after that, and everyone was just like, put him back in the suit. Make him cut himself because yeah. we want to see him in pain. It's just like, I don't know how we're supposed to feel about that. But that's that's the ensemble yeah. that we're put with. Correct. Not even the B-listers. We are given D-list. D-listers, yeah. yeah. And why does Speedball exist? I mean, besides that short time that he was penance and he was cool then, the his whole – his whole story, his whole journey from this issue here all the way through through whenever what he he bounces. Uh, I, I know he does like kinetic energy type shit. Um, uh, what? I don't I what? Yeah, and he, you know, introduced what? him in Amazing Spider-Man or uh. Spectacular Spider-Man, one of the Spider-Man titles at the time, because they couldn't actually take one of the good writers from there and put them here. <laughs> and they basically were mm. like this guy was meant to be a throw off character. Well, let's just use him because let's use him. they used all of their capital to, of goodwill to create night thrasher who is genuinely interesting for yeah. being a Batman type. Yeah. But then they were just like, you know, speedball exists. We might as well save ourselves some time, you know, photocopying poorly, you know, DC characters. We might as well just bring him because we have them. So like with speedball, like, have you ever seen that movie when you were younger? I mean, this is a kid's movie. It's called Over the Hedge. Yeah, why do you think my nickname growing up was RJ? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't know. <laughs> so, so I had ball. to make all the white people around me comfortable <laughs> with the potential Mexican. So I was like, no, it's RJ, because I can't expect you to say my name properly. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Speedball <laughs> is the squirrel. Yeah, he's, he's, he's over the hedge. Corral. Yeah, he's Steve Corral. He's he's the squirrel. That's that's all we need to know about Speedball. We don't even need to bring him up the rest of the comic book. Just think the squirrel Once from over the hedge, that. and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? Once you know that, you don't need to know anything yeah. else. You're you're done. Ball game. Okay. Yeah. So let, let's go ahead and jump into this mess because All right. and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil my my score, but like I'm gonna really trash it. But it's it, like, folks, I, I chose I chose this for a reason. Let's just go ahead and say right. that. Right. right so right, we right. go ahead and start off with, and this is how you know they're really trying to leverage their goodwill. Almost all the new books at Marvel at the time, even after Stanley went ahead and left Marvel in a formal capacity, starts with Stanley presents. Not many of them have Stanley Presents as big as this issue because I went and looked at Darkhawk, who's my favorite Marvel's TV 
who's my favorite Marvel teenage hero from the 90s. And Very it's pretty cool. small, but they start with that. So here they're really trying to say, listen, if you liked all the others, you'll like it because Stan Lee's name is on here. Though Stan Lee was probably like, what the hell is a speedball? Hey, interesting fact. Dark Hawk was a new warrior at one point. Because New Warriors is dying and Dark Hawk is popular and they had to bring Dark Hawk over. That's what it was. Uh, At one point they had like 25 members. It's like, why? And they're crossing them over so that way they could be like, see, you you like this character, so here are the New Warriors. Anytime the New Warriors pop up, and we saw this in Maximum Carnage and we saw this in the recent Iron Man storyline, nobody likes them. They turn all the heroes, including Spider-Man, into boomers. They're like, these damn kids. Whereas when the yeah. Titans show up, they're like, oh, the Titans are here. With the new warriors, it's just like they're going to kill everybody or something. Yeah, totally. Totally. But, uh, you know, this starts off with Night Thrasher holding a man uh, off the building and we're in Queens and he's basically being all intimidating. So he's really mm-hmm. trying to play the anti-hero angle. He's wearing armor. Uh, he's got a freaking blade coming out of his armor, which is crazy. And he's holding this kid by the neck. So he's asking him, are you or are you or are you not Richard Ryder? And the guy's just freaking out. He's like, yeah, yeah, I am. So then he drops him. He's dropping him here. And we think that he's going to fall to his death. And as he's screaming, we see Richard's eyes start to glow. And out of nowhere, he starts flying. He starts flying. And he's like, what? You know, I used to be Nova. How'd you know I could get my powers back? And Night Thrasher is like, I didn't. So I'm going to just go ahead and criticize this right here. At the beginning, <laughs> we have a new character. We have no clue who he is. Right. And then we have Kid Nova, which I don't know when the kid part happened. Not. But he looks more like an adult with that five o'clock shadow. And, uh, you know, if I, was, <laughs> if I had no clue what I was going into reading this, mm-hmm. I would have no clue what just happened. I would just think that this crazy black guy in armor attacked this random dude in Queens. And I would start thinking like Marvel, like what are you insinuating? But like, it was, it was just kind of one of those things where it's like, I have no clue what's going on. And they right. have had no context whatsoever. I didn't even know how he lost his power. So I don't like right. how they introduced night thrasher. I, I think it pays off a little bit later. I don't like how they introduce him, And I certainly don't like how they reintroduce Nova. I think this is, this is also really weird. So from here, yeah. he starts freaking out. He starts screaming at him. He's like, man, you could have killed me. So he starts fighting Night Thrasher. Night Thrasher is no joke. He starts like beating the shit out of him really fast. And then he's like, Listen, really fast. I want something from you. Like he's he's like, no shit. He's like, I'm going to get straight to the point. So just right there, we're introduced to Night Thrasher for the first time. And we have no clue what, what's up with this dude. And we get a reintroduction to Kid Nova in a way which I don't think is very strong on both. Just from that, in, just from that intro to those two characters in the book – what are you thinking? Are you thinking this is something that I could probably keep going and reading or man, like this is probably too much for me, assuming you're like a new reader at the time. I I don't think this is something that I could keep, keep reading if this is the first time I'm reading it. I mean, it just, nothing is like shared, nothing, you you know, nothing, you know, now again, it's a new book or and stuff like that, but Oh my God. I mean, you figured that uh, we all know that that Nova ends up being one of the most powerful beings in the universe at one point, especially during annihilation, annihilation and everything. But the way he is owned by Night Thrasher on here, one hand, boom, owned. It's like, uh, and Night Thrasher can hold up a full grown kid Nova with one hand. Well, remember, he is Black Batman. <laughs> so assuming the same rules apply this is like batman versus anybody who wins the fight batman oh my god no so i mean reading through this and everything it's like it, just too much like what is this oh i got my powers what who who the hell are you how do you know what powers what yeah it's not it's not it's not very strong it doesn't start off strong at all no, and now things get weirder because then we go ahead and jump over the next morning to manhattan we go ahead and see I know him as Justice. Okay, I know right. him as Justice, but at this point, he was Marvel Boy. Right. What's Marvel his man. relation to Marvel? Not really there. Um, what's his origin? Uh, that's kind of all over the place. When yeah. do people know him? And what I find is when weird, in is time. When in time. <laughs> True. Like, when in time do they know you? 
this is like some Doctor Who stuff, but with none of the logical continuity loopholes that they make up every couple of years. So we see right. Marvel Boy going to the Avengers Mansion, and he's just rolling in with his telekinetic powers and everything with his stupid costume. And, um, you know, he's attacked by... This is an by awful all, costume. This is just bad. But this is yeah. very, like, vintage 90s. Like, right. I'm not trying. Like, in the age of Rob Liefeld <laughs> adding pockets to everything... And, uh, you know, everyone having just like muscles on muscles like this is just like we got lazy. So let's just go ahead and do a few shades of blue. And there you go. So he goes ahead and he's getting attacked by the Avenger security system, which is basically a whole bunch of like metallic arms and like they, dr rock arms yeah, yeah. And, and they just completely like tie him up and i also think that's freaking crazy because he has super strength levitation sometimes flight and telekinesis yet he can't force anything back and they immediately take him down so what we know is that this is marvel no this is marvel boy pre a lot of other shit where he gets stronger. And what we do know is that this takes place at a point in time where he has to have been introduced to the guardians of the galaxy first, because this, uh, this machine pops out basically reading off his profile. And it's like, uh, this is Vance Astro. Uh, he's affiliated with the guardians of the galaxy. And, um, yeah, it's just really weird, especially since like, and we've covered guardians issues that had Marvel boy in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And he's nowhere near this freaking week. So I don't know when the downgrade happens, but that happened. So Captain America comes out. Right. And uh, he he knows who he is. And Ben Grimm basically wrote him a letter of recommendation to join the Avengers potentially. And they, you know, they commiserate over that. Long story short, Captain America's like, listen, man, um, yeah, you're you're too young for the Avengers, so you should probably leave. I don't think it's really because he's too young. I think it's because he saw him get taken down by their security. And he was just like, I can't, I can't have this. And, um, yeah, man. Yeah. That that's basically it. So at the beginning of this, we basically know that night thrasher is scary. Uh, right. kid Nova is basically like emasculated within five seconds of getting his powers back. And Vance Astro is weak as hell and embarrassed himself in front of captain America. Right, right. So he just kind of takes that. So out of the three, only one is kind of cool. The other two are just weak sauce straight up. Immediately. Immediately. You know, you're not worth a damn thing. Yeah. And to make things, you know, keep moving because we have to introduce everybody in this issue or else people will definitely not buy the others because who (laughs) wants to see this continue? Right, Uh, right. We see him like, you know, basically like he's flying through the city and he's – you know, just mad and he's just, I don't know. There, there's a whole bunch of, there's a whole bunch of like stupid like stuff here because Marvel used to be really good about giving you references to other issues that characters reference. Like, I don't know how, how kid Nova lost his powers, but somehow he did. I don't know who Joseph Heller is. Who's right. who, um, uh, at, you know, Marvel boy, whatever they want to call him right now is blaming stuff on. He's like, this is all about, this is all Joseph Heller's thing. I have no clue who it is. And I don't care enough to know because this character is boring, but luckily we don't have to care about them at all because we need the story to progress. He flies over, he flies over uh, the top of a building and suddenly he sees night thrasher and kid Nova. And he's just like, Hey, who are you? And he's like, my name's night thrasher. I want, I want you to join this group. Do you? Um, and that's just like the most like random way to invite somebody. It's like, Hey stranger, want to join my club? If some, if some person like looking like night thrasher said that to me, I wouldn't, I wouldn't immediately just like go with them. I'd be like, man, this is kind of freaking weird. Right. So, so they gotta leave that next thing, you know, we go to this, uh, ground soil contamination disaster. And basically this is where we're introduced to Namorita. Namorita is like a reporter, lobbyist, eco-terrorist. I don't know what they want to describe her as because they don't really do much to describe her. And she's here basically being, you know, an environmental activist criticizing how this big corporation has just basically screwed up everything around here. We can just blame evil corporations for doing evil shit. Right. So right. suddenly um, that's it. And we kind of leave it there. There's no point in reading into that because they don't really read into that. Uh, but now what they've done is they've gone ahead and take us down to Midtown Manhattan. And, you know, Kid Nova is just like, you live here by yourself. Big penthouse, expensive place. 
And uh, he's like, no, Marvel boy, I have two legal guardians. And basically, this is where we're introduced to the rich man's bat cave, mm-hmm. which is not in the cave. It's in a big building. And right. now we're introduced to Black Alfred and his Asian wife. Yeah, this is where we meet Cord. And um, I, I don't I don't know this lady's name. Basically, to save everyone some time, Night Thrasher's parents were killed like Batman. And he was put in the care of Cord, who I think is his cousin, and this Asian lady who taught him Kung Fu. Because they have to lean into the stereotypes. It's the 90s. And, uh, you know, they're basically trying to assemble a team to do the stuff that the Avengers want. So right here, what do you think about the fact that they've basically just redone Batman? Because they, like, they cannot deny that this is... Them trying to make you think if maybe people think he's like Batman to the T, maybe they'll give all these other loser characters a chance. Yeah, I I think they're trying to make this team somehow credible by making this guy Night Thrasher be more like a like, yeah, like you said, like a Batman type of guy. Again, like you said, <laughs> the Batcave in the penthouse, all high tech computer stuff, at least for the 90s. And he's got his two people there with him and oh, he's recruiting teams and everything. Um, I just I mean, he must be one hell of a salesman because he just talked to two people in two seconds. And yeah, yeah, I'll join your team. Yeah, I'm all in. Hey, come to my house, guys. Come on. (laughs) Come upstairs. Nobody's going to bother you there. We got this. And we're all supposed to be teenagers. So what's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy and delicious breads, buns and tortillas? These ultra low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Oh, um, come on up and, uh, yeah, meet my grown-up uncle and my uh my his asian wife they want to they want to talk to you yeah. <laughs> it's like what the hell is all this about somebody um, call Corey yeah. feldman <laughs> <laughs> something doesn't feel right about this oh my god Man. you know what it, it's it's pretty it, it it really is just pretty amazing how he got them up to his uh to his penthouse and everything but yeah the the um the the similarities are ridiculous i mean it is it is that that's the point they're trying to create a a batman in the uh in the uh in marvel yeah and, and what's crazier is he's even got his own um you know identity crisis moment or, or whatever tower babble moment like what batman will get later where he's basically got profiles on everybody and he's got like all the technology and all the espionage shit in the world. So he's trying to, he's trying to explain to Nova how him and Cord found everybody and found their secret identities. Uh-huh. And then he's like, Oh yeah, I hacked the fantastic four system. So it's like, Oh, so he's like Batman. He can get into anything. Right. And right. It's like, well, how'd you know it could restore my powers? And he's like, cause X, Y, and Z. Oh, so he's smarter than everybody like Batman. Right. Right. And, and then, you know, he's just, he just keeps kind of rubbing it in. So it's like, I get it. If if he and this is where they really have to make him like he's Batman, but for the 90s, he's black. He's in a way sleeker costume with similar gadgets, but way deadlier. And I'll just go ahead and spoil this now. Have you noticed what's on his back? What? Uh, It's it's, it's that a. Oh, that's right. <laughs> yeah, right. So to remind you also that he's a teenager in the 90s who's way more hardcore than Batman and his Batmobile. He has a skateboard. That's right. It's a skateboard. Yeah. So I'm not hating. I'm just saying like and later it pays off because Night Thrasher is freaking cool. Yes. But they, if you're if I was reading this for the first time with very little knowledge, I'd be thinking, damn. Marvel must be struggling. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I, I, I totally agree with you, man. That, <laughs> that's dead on. So now the next person that they're, the next couple people they're going to recruit are spy or uh, firestorm and speedball. And they basically get 
her on by just giving her a phone call, which I think is ridiculous. That's it. And uh, then they meet <laughs> Speedball because his mom went to work and he's just going around town doing his own thing. So right here, I I don't know if, if Fire this was not Firestar's first appearance. She 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 was, um, a, she was in New Mutants. She was I think she was in yeah. uh, she was a, a Hellion in the Hellion Club under um, yeah. uh, the White Queen. Yeah, so that was her. That was her first appearance in the comics. Yeah. Yeah, because she was created specifically for fi- for Spider Man, his amazing friends. Yeah. So I, I I always like Firestar. I think she's incredibly underrated. Yeah. Uh, so that. they bring her in, and uh, you know, Night Thrasher is basically like you know, pseudo threatening her to show up. It's great you know? too. Park, yeah. Thirty minutes. I know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> what? He's just he's not he's not friendly. At least Batman <laughs> would show up in person. He's just he's just not really doing great. Mm. And then we have. Then we have Robbie, whose mom is going off to work, so he's just gonna go around and with his mullet and everything, like one of the Lost Boys do his own right. thing. And then we go back to Queens, and we have this like giant, like environmentally friendly tractor thing that's yeah. eating like this. I don't, it doesn't. It don't, I don't know if it's just because of how it looks or because I'm just not very sophisticated when it comes to my nineties line art, but basically this thing is supposed to like clean up all the pollution and radioactive. Right. Yeah. But what it ends up doing is it ends up bringing this alien named Terax back to life. So he's been trapped here. Why? I don't know. Uh, How long has he been here? We don't care. What do we need to know about him? His name is Terax because just like every nineties villain, he has to scream his name. So but you know, he, this yeah. guy is a uh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. This guy is the he's a herald of Galactus. I don't know if he's a herald at this time. Not this time. <laughs> no, <I know. laughs> no. If he's in this book as a herald as Galactus, he is struggling for work. That's crazy. And I mean, he's just he he becomes it later because he has to replace the Silver Surfer. But right. uh, he's there just in time for Namorita to save everyone. But now, um, now we're back at uh, some other building in Manhattan, and as they're all waiting for Firestar, she shows up, and she's just mad as hell because he's like, she's like, "How'd you figure out who I am and everything?" And he's he says the one thing you never want to say to a woman, which is calm down. And uh, at this point, he gives his sales pitch again, and before he can really do much, they hear a giant explosion. So, what do you do when you have all these heroes together and hear a giant explosion? Well. You don't have to wonder much because they immediately go out to uh, Queens to figure out what's going on. And um, just right here, I mean, how they bring everyone in, such little interaction, such little motivation. It's really a who's who of how many people can I just randomly dial on my 90s phone and hope that they're there to pick it up in that moment. The the one thing, the one panel that I do like uh, during this whole thing is when – uh, Firestar is first introduced and she does one of those heat blasts and mm-hmm. it's through like a huge concrete block or whatever. And um, Marvel Boy and, and Kid Nova are like putting their heads in the hole and they're like, oh my God. Woo. Besides that, it's just like, hey, how are you? Again, kids in a playground. Hey, you want to play? You want to be friends? You want to be friends? You want to be friends? Yeah, let's go. Let's be in a team. It's, it's horrible. Yeah. And speaking of horrible, we have some mindless expo- exposition. Finally, somebody's explaining something. Uh, Namorita is fighting Terax and she's giving a, us an internal monologue where she's like, oh, the uh, the Fantastic Four fought him. They must have trapped him there or something, which if that's the reason I'm thinking like, damn, like Reed Richards is really getting lazy. He's leaving scrawls in caves. He's leaving scrawls as cows. He's leaving people in the negative zone. Then he's like this alien. Let's just bury him. Let's just bury him. Barrier. Yeah, and let's not even put like a you know something above it, like a like anything else to stop maybe this this corporation who's spilling more radioactivity here, because that's the other thing that they I don't remember when they mentioned it, but basically because this company spilled radiation here, they had to clean it up, mm-hmm. but because they thought that oh it's already radioactive, so let's just dump more. It really shows you how much they think of Queens, and um, <laughs> then as they're digging it up, they dig up this guy, and it's just like. It's it's a rough day in the neighborhood. Yeah. So Namorita's fighting him, and then uh, what he's basically trying to do is he's trying to find like his axe of vengeance, which is '90s as hell. Right. So he goes and digs into the ground, and he pulls it out, and suddenly you know it's like oh, 
okay, he's like a poor man Steppenwolf. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Um, at this point, uh, you know, we have Robbie Speedball, who is, uh, you know, I don't know if he's going to go lift some TVs or what, but he's just walking around being a delinquent teenager. And suddenly as he's watching the news and he sees all this happen, he's like, well, you know, I might as well go ahead and get involved in this. So he turns into Speedball by hitting the floor because he walks into – I thought it was a person in a wheelchair. No, it was somebody crazy. Carrying carts you know, carrying, or whatever. Yeah. Carrying carts or whatever. So he falls yeah. down. Instantly he turns into his costume and then he's like, Speedball, the mass marvel. Yeah. Uh-huh. And I'm just like, you are uh, you are the nineties, Speedball. Yeah. yeah. You are the nineties. Yeah, no, I, I I always hate how he how he's he got his powers going. Let me throw myself up against the wall. Boom. Oh, okay, I'm ready to go. And my my uniform will magically appear. <laughs> It's just that was a big '90s thing, and it I, don't really know, was. I don't know who started it because I think, I think who really started it was Shazam, was Captain Marvel because he could just oh, yeah. say that and immediately he turns into that. But later it gets to the point where it's like everyone can just do or say something, and their and their costumes like suddenly appear. Yeah, like I remember the old school Wonder Woman with Linda Carter. She'd spin and boom, she turned to Wonder Woman. She'd have her outfit. But even like in the um, Spider Man and the, his his Amazing Friends. Firestar would also like kind of like spin whatever and boom, she'd be in like straight up Firestar uh, outfit. Yeah. And it's like, how is that? How is that happening? It's not like they're moving so fast that they're like changing in front of us. <laughs> and if we slow mo it, we could see it. <sighs> but some, somehow, you know, getting into wardrobe was a superpower in yeah. and of itself. Yeah. That was part. That was part of you. It's part of your thing. Part of your niche. Yeah. So all of them head over to Queens where Terax is just being terrifying as hell. And you have the D-listers go out, and they don't really have a plan. So Night Thrasher is just, like, mansplaining to Firestar. Go ahead and take out the axe. And, I mean, notice how he goes to her first. It's like, I would have just brought in Firestar for this. Like, who needs the others? Because, you know, Marvel Boy is there on cleanup, and Kid Nova isn't here for another couple pages. So Terax is just, like, you know yelling at them and everything and this is where we see this the skateboard we're, we're looking at this through the marvel unlimited app this is yep. on page 18 we see the skateboard and it's like i'm sorry everything cool about him dies in this minute yeah yeah because totally. as a teenager i thought oh okay this is kind of cool looking at this now i'm like i i can't believe somebody thought that this is how you're gonna make him relate to people you have this grown ass man child batman copy on a skateboard and it's just like as he is just going against this alien this is what makes sense to people yeah and that's what takes me out of it i'm like i am pro night thrasher throughout this he's cool right right. he's got you know blades in his freaking gauntlets and stuff he can stalk people which would be great in the 21st century (laughs) but then they pull out the skateboard and i'm like oh my god oh my gosh and notice that he's skateboarding on dirt. For all of us who have skateboarded before, that's not working out. <laughs> You're not going to be able to do that. But but yeah, no, I totally agree. Um, this was this was a really really bad turn, and it's bad because he's also he's skateboarding, and then he's doing like a little smoke pellet. So it's like I'm Batman on a skateboard, and uh, he's hitting the uh, terax with all this stuff. But yeah, it, it's um, it doesn't do it doesn't do anything for me. It doesn't work. No. No, and then we have to have more comic relief. Um, Namorita comes in the next page and starts picking up Terax. And uh, I, I have to remember, she has the exact same powers as the Submariner. So she has the right. flight, the super strength and everything else. So she's like lifting him up and he's like screaming as he's about to like, I don't know, reach for her or something. But as she throws him, Kid Nova sort of flies down to like, you know, turn into like a human missile to like fly into him. And he's like, look out, babe. And <laughs> next, great. you know, Namorita's internal monologue is back. She's the only one that really seems to have other than justice in this entire issue. He's right. like, why did Terex scream like that? Because it's kind of weird. We don't like she wasn't going to do anything to really hurt him in that moment. Right, she was right. trying to get him away. But he starts screaming and then. Kid Nova comes down. So she's like, why did Tarek scream like that? And why did that punk risk suicide by calling me babe? Literally the only funny line in this entire book. Facts. Facts. So 
Uh, now Speedball suddenly arrives as Terex is, is oh, good. You know, finally back. <laughs> and he's just like ricocheting off of him, not really doing much. And everyone is just kind of looking at Speedball like, what the hell? So I'll, I mean, what, what's the next page? Astro is basically using all the kinetic energy from Speedball using his bubble field, which – Okay, I guess that's his thing now because he can't afford to or something. <laughs> and basically, he's taking all of the all of the energy, all the kinetic energy that Speedball is is gathering. And this is really weird because if I were Speedball, yeah. I think this guy's trying to kill me. He's not explaining anything to him. They've been there for five seconds, and he uses him as a human weapon, which, looking at this now, is very foreshadowing. <laughs> And he basically uses him to create like a force gun to blast him with all of Speedball's powers. And right. at this point, um, Terax is like brutally mutilated. He right. looks he looks like he's charred, to which I'm like, damn, this is why no one trusts the New Warriors, because they will straight up like <laughs> set their opponents on fire. Fire. And, um, you know, now everyone is finally getting over to Terax and at the very end uh Kid Nova and uh Namorita they basically figured out that Terax is taking in kinetic energy in a similar way to speedball so what they do is they throw him as far into the sky as possible and allow him to explode right so first they burn him alive right and then they're basically like let's just go ahead and let him blow up and then at at the very end of this is they're just like looking around and they're like oh my gosh like we just killed him uh night thrasher is just like yeah you don't have to worry about that though we can just go ahead and blame this evil corporation and then the evil corporation goes ahead and basically says yeah you know it was our radiation that was making him stronger so he was always going to blow up so don't worry about what you did we'll just take the blame for it, which is the biggest example of corporate responsibility if I've ever seen, which right. is why I know this is fiction. <laughs> and, uh, you know, because they have mm. to show up at the right time, we see the Avengers appear right. to like take the credit for everything. We see Kazar, She-Hulk and Captain America. And they're like, good work kids, but the Avengers will take over now. And, uh, they're, they're all like offended by it as now the Avengers are doing cleanup. So all these characters and, Suddenly, Speedball. He wasn't invited, but he's going to force himself into everything. They're basically like, you know, we did a pretty good job by only destroying half the city and making this guy into a living bomb. We should team up. And Night Thrasher gives his own, you know, like condescending speech, which is the most Batman thing he does. He's like, we don't need the Avengers. I would have preferred just the four people I recruited. But we can do this on our own. (laughs) We can be a team. We can fight the kind of crime they never touch. We can make a difference and help people. Are you with me? And then they all put their hands in the middle. And to, to just make it as corny as possible, Speedball is the one that comes up with the name. He's like, huh, I heard a reporter call us something cool. How about the new warriors? And I'm just like, you've got to be shitting me. Not only did Night Thrasher at least get half of this part right, according to his plan, but he didn't even come up with a name and he just agrees with them. He's like, yeah, you know, that's it. End of discussion. And the last speech bubble from the narration is, and the beginning of a legend. The well, end. yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, I take back what I said at the beginning. I think I'm giving this a lot lower of a score than I thought. Yeah, I, I, I think I'll <laughs> give this the lower score I've ever given anything. Oh my gosh. So just before we get into grading. Yeah. Just your thought. Is this just because I'm looking at this issue through modern eyes or is this bad even by 90 standards? Because to the show's credit, we've covered a long range of really mm-hmm. good stuff from the 90s and really bad stuff from the 90s. No, I collected a lot of stuff during the 90s, early 90s, mid, late. And um, this is bad. This is <laughs> this is this is bad. I, I don't you know, it, I, I am not. uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm not looking at this through a modern lens. This is this this is a bad issue. This is a fat a really bad debut premiere issue. I mean, it's like you're supposed to blow my mind, and this is just bad. I don't know how many um 
how many uh, different teams or books they had going on at this time. Maybe this is one of those times that there was a surplus and they were like, boom, let's just put every idea out there. I'm not sure. But this is this is fucking bad. Sorry. This is definitely yeah. a book for teens written by people who don't know teens. <laughs> That's really well put. That's, That's really well put. I, That's the only way I can think of it. Uh, let me let me tr- let me go back to the first page. I want to see who actually did this because I don't think I mentioned it at the beginning. All let's right. um. Let's, I gotta actually swipe through everything. Yeah, me too. Um, let's see because we know that they used all the Goodwill Stanley. This is written by Fabian. Fabian, what? Fabian the Caesar. He wrote this. Well, what really surprises me this is. I don't know if this is the same. Is this the same Mark Bagley? Like, I, 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 do you know another? No. If this is Mark <laughs> Bagley, then this is Mark Bagley's worst art. He must have like just been starting out. Yeah, this must do, have just been starting. Because Mark Bagley's my favorite Spider-Man. Oh wow! Artist. He's one of my favorite artists. So if this is Mark Bagley, this is definitely like early Mark Bagley before he has his own signature style. Because this is very '90s generic. Yeah, I, I think this must have been. Um, here you go, kids. Your first crack at a at a at a debut. Um, don't fuck it up. And, We're giving um, you the characters you can afford to fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Let's correct that. These are the ones that if you messed it up, nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Might at even all do us a favor. Nobody cares. So, um, yeah, man, and it, it, it's yeah, it's just really sad how bad this is. Yeah. It's really sad how bad this is. Because I'll, I'll really quick add it over here. A really quick comment. In the late '90s, um, New Warriors had their issue was pretty pretty good, and they had uh, a hero called Rage. Okay, now Rage um, is like a 13 year old boy that got toxic waste on him, whatever, and then he has the body of like a 25 year old. He's like he's super basically strong. Mike Tyson. Yeah, he's like Mike Tyson exactly. He's so Mike he Tyson pre Islam. <laughs> He goes. So what happens is in this issue, and it had silhouette, it had every, everybody that I mentioned earlier had in it. And what happened is some Japanese uh, warlord or whatever um, found out their identities and started killing off their families. So it was really cool, right? Damn. And in in one of these issues here, one of the last issues, um, one of the bad guys' name is called Shinobi or something like that. I, that's in a video game. I, I don't know what his name is. And Rage is so like jacked up, like just almost roided out that. The guy's like in an anime like robot, whatever. He rips the robot open and he grabs him by the neck. And because this guy, Shinobi, had killed his grandmother. And um, Night Thrasher's there's like, hey, don't do it, don't do it. And he looks at Night Thrasher and he snaps the guy's neck. Damn. So it was really like Oh, holy because shit. Rage goes to jail after that. Yes, Rage goes to jail. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And it and there was another panel also that he gets released from jail in another issue. And um, I don't know. Night Thrasher threw him, uh, takes him somewhere. And then Rage is just – it's like a full page of Rage just like on his knees crying because of his grandma and everything. So I was like, this is New Warriors? I mean this you guys are getting kind of deep. But obviously there was a lot of evolution towards that. A lot. Because this, this had no substance. This is This is – I Whatever. mean, Ben Riley as Spider-Man ends up joining the New Warriors. Like, yes, he's got he some good stuff. Like, at one point, uh, ju- well, when he becomes Justice, when Marvel Boy becomes Justice, him and uh, Firestar get married. They actually right. are recruited to join the Avengers, Avengers. <laughs> when they came back from uh, the Pocket Universe during the Heroes Reborn era. Okay. Um, you know, Rage ends up joining the Avengers, too. I think a little bit before this, during Acts of Vengeance, if I remember. And then... Um, I mean, there there are good New Warrior stories that come way yes. after this. It's just yes. that with this, like, this is a really weird – it's really weird when you have a team that you like that starts off so poor. And I, I'm just going to go ahead and rate this based off this issue alone because I okay. like the characters. And okay. you know, eventually Night Thrasher dies and Cord turns out to be a bad guy. Like, there's a lot of subterfuge and stuff later. Yeah. Uh, the new warriors have not been a thing for a while, but mm-hmm. you know, they, there are good stories and sometimes they're made to be poked at. And sometimes they actually have some really good stuff. So let's just mm-hmm. go ahead and rate this just on this. We're covering artwork and story. Uh, you can go okay. ahead. So which one do you want to go for? Am I doing both or you want to go back and forth? Uh, go, go ahead and do both. Okay. One. For story. 
one. So I will never, I will never read this book in my life ever again. <laughs> this book is hot garbage. It is, and now we're saying we're basing this off of this one issue. Yeah, this one issue. This is this is just really, this is really bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah, one. Okay, I'm I'm gonna give this because I, I can never I can never go lower than a one for each for story okay. and for for artwork. I'm gonna give okay. the artwork a two because he's better than me, and I mm-hmm. know it's Mark Bagley, which is so mm-hmm. weird, but it's better than me. It's it gets the job done. I can imagine 20 right. other artists doing this. So I'm gonna give the artwork a two because if it's better than me, which I think I could do line work like this, um, I'll go ahead and give it a two. For for story though, I'll go ahead and give it a one because okay. it's just it's paint by the numbers. It's yeah, not even yeah. consistent. There's so much in and out of yeah. context stuff. Uh, I would see this being hard for anybody. So altogether, we're giving this one plus three. We're giving this a four out of twenty. Do not read this. <laughs> we went ahead and did you a favor. You know what? Honestly, the only the only good thing about this book is the Night Thrasher moments. Um, if he can get over the skateboarding to attack, you know, a cosmic entity, <laughs> you can get over that. <laughs> you know, hey, hey, use what you got, right? But uh, the Night Thrasher suit, the how badass he is, how condescending he is, how kind of like it's just Night Thrasher is the only the only thing that's kind of worth anything in this in this whole damn yeah. book. Anything. Yeah. So number four, a four, a four. Is that number your lowest four. ever? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you, I'll just assume you gave it like a zero for art, and they put words together and had no misspelling. Uh, like it's a one. For I story. just it, it, it was a half half because it just uh, half half. So yeah. point five for both. <laughs> okay. Well, there you have it, folks. Don't read this. We read it for you. Don't read it. Uh, well, Uncle Brody, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Yeah, man. Uh, I've got Jet, folks. Please remember, we're doing our summer giveaway. I think this is the last week to do it. Y'all helped me raise $1,300 for Tap Cancer Out earlier in the summer. So as a thank you, we're doing yeah, yeah. Our, uh, our big summer promotion event. If you join our Patreon at $5 or higher, or if you're a current patron, you upgrade your level, uh, you'll go ahead and get a signed poster from either Mark or myself. And I'll take $1 for every person that takes part in this. I'll add 10% and I'll give a donation out of pocket to the Gary Sinise Foundation. Foundation, my favorite charity that helps veterans and their families, uh, sports scholarships and uh, other things that, uh, you know, can go towards our military community. So go ahead and take advantage of that until August 31st. Until then, it's short, it's sweet, it's simple. It's way more catchy than these are the heroes of the 90s. It's read comics and change the world. Good night, America. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.